Get fast access to breaking news by signing up now to Black Press Media's free newsletters and stay informed with all the latest news delivered directly to your inbox. You'll have access on any device so you never have to miss out again on the information you need to know. Welcome to PQ Beat, a podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. There seems to be a lot of cooking shows these days, all looking for a different angle. Beat this chef, make Santa's workshop from a cake. The one that caught our eye was the Wall of Chefs competition for home cooks on the Food Network. The winner of season two and $10,000 is from Nanaimo. We welcome to the podcast today, Kenna Dio. Kenna, thanks for dropping by to chat. Oh, well, thanks for having me, Peter. I appreciate it. You grew up in around Nanaimo and Nanus. Was your family an influence on your love of food? Oh, very much so. I come from a big family, and we're all hungry, big eaters. So just to help my mom out a little bit, I'd get in the kitchen and start cooking with her. And then eventually I was able to give her a break. And I've been cooking since I could see over the stove. And I think even before that, I had a little footstool that I used to climb up on. So <laughs> so the competition that you were on was for home cooks, which is a little different. Have you worked in and around the food industry? I've always been pretty close to it. I didn't really think about that until now, but I was either baking in a cafe or serving now. So um, food has always been there in the background somewhere. Is your family a family of cooks? Not so much. No, my mom definitely is. And then her mom, my granny, she had restaurants in Florida and Georgia um, before she passed. And I've been told she made the best grits ever. And I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I tried them back then, but man, would I now. Do you have a favorite recipe that was passed down to your mom, to you, or any other family member? That's a good question. Favorite recipe. Well, we don't really use recipes in our family. I remember when I was really little, my mom was teaching me how to make my granny's cornbread, but everything was measured from the heart and we didn't write anything down. And I just had to remember it. And still to this day, that's probably my favorite one. My mom, bless her soul, she cannot bake to save her life, but she can always bake cornbread. So that's just something that reminds me of home with her. Those are always the best recipes, the ones that uh, come from your memory. And I always admire, especially bakers, who can say, you know, we're not going to put quite as much water in there today because it's raining outside and that's going to change the dough. Yeah. Or when you're at a higher elevation, like in, I went up to Mount Washington and I was baking lasagna. I kept wondering, why is this taking so long? And I had to Google it and it took me three hours to bake that lasagna. <laughs> That's because of the uh, altitude? Yeah, I guess so. I didn't know that. I'm full of fun facts. Stick with me. (laughs) Okay, so can you take us through the process of the Wall of Chefs competition, and how did you come about to enter? Well, actually, I was uh, was in the kitchen, which my kids affectionately call Mommy's Room. I'm making pancakes or something for breakfast, and my husband just kind of called for me from the living room, and he says, hey, babe, there's this show, and they're asking for people to audition, and you can be on it. I'm like, well, what kind of show? And he says, it's called Wallace Chefs. And then he kind of tells me, like, there's going to be 12 famous Canadian celebrity chefs. I'm like, oh, oh, no, no. No, that's not for me. No, you know, I'm sure there's lots of people who are way, way better suited for that. No, I'm okay. Okay, I'm just going to flip my pancakes. I'll be all right. But my daughter, she's an incredible little actress herself. And she was doing a lot of auditions at the time as well. So as soon as I started getting a little, oh, no, no, and being all modest, she wasn't having a second of it. So she started saying, Mommy, what do you always tell me? You got to do it. You just got to try. You're incredible. You're going to be amazing. It could be super fun. You'll never know until you try. And I mean, 
when your seven-year-old is looking at you with those big brown doughy eyes saying, mommy, you got to do it. Mommy's got to do it. So I did it. (laughs) And I just kind of put the audition through. They just want a little one minute video of talking a little bit about me and why I like to cook and then figured I'd probably never hear from them, you know, but then I got an email and they asked for a longer video of me cooking something and actually plating it so you get a vibe on my food. And well, it just kind of went from there. And then eventually I was going to Toronto to do the episode of the show. And so the day of, because you're a winner, I guess you probably were there for uh, a day or two. It was one day. We got there just before six o'clock in the morning and I didn't get back to my hotel until about 10 o'clock at night. Wow. That's a long day in the kitchen. It was. They were incredible through the whole process. So you're doing the first round and your nerves are kind of peaking and then you get through it if you're lucky and they go back to the green room and they have lunch for you and people are checking on you. Do you need anything? Do you need water? There was actually somebody with a fan fanning us. It was quite the moment, quite the experience. So were you nervous? I wasn't nervous to be on TV. At that point, I've come all the way from the island. I'm in Toronto, which I had never been to before. I can't exactly hop on a bus and just go home. So I figured the only way out was through at that point. But when you look up at the wall and all these celebrity chefs are looking down on you, it's like that moment when you go to get your driver's license when you're 16. You know you can drive, but then someone's watching and you're like, wait, wait a minute, how do, how do I do a three-point turn? Like, what, what? So I'm there like, am I chopping the cilantro okay? Like, <laughs> lots of shoulder checks. Lots of shoulder checks. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Lots of shoulder checks. Is it time to upgrade to a vehicle that's right for your needs today? Get all the options you need at todaysdrive.com. Brought to you by Black Press Media. We'll get you into the perfect vehicle without the struggle of hours spent trying to find what's right for you. We're here to help make your search quick and easy, connecting you with a huge inventory of new and used cars, trucks, and SUVs. Powered by Black Press Media. Visit todaysdrive.com. So what's it like being handed a few ingredients and told to make something competition-worthy with it? I want to go for traumatic. It's a lot, especially those three ingredients, because I luckily had cooked with them separately, but I had never thought of putting them together. That was a big surprise when that fridge door opened. Was that the eggplant, green onions, and fish sauce? Yes. And what did you make from that? I ended up trying to make my mother-in-law's Fijian curry recipe. So it has like a little bit of tamarind in it, which I thought would really go well with the fish sauce because it's got that tanginess and then a little bit of saltiness from the fish sauce and then some coconut milk and really make the eggplant stand out because I figured it being a vegetable, if I were to use any kind of protein, it would get lost in the mix there. And apparently it was pretty good. I wasn't incredibly happy with it, but apparently it was pretty good. So can you talk a little bit about the other dishes that you cooked and the winning dish and what might have been involved in the ingredients? First round is your crowd pleaser. So that one you actually get to bring that recipe and I use air quotations for recipe since we already talked about how I don't write anything down and you get to bring that from home. The only trick is you have to do it in 30 minutes and plate it for five people and I definitely do not set a timer in my kitchen. That is my peace stone. That is like me reading a book, taking a bath. That's my space. So that one was a little bit tricky, but we did a shrimp and grits, which is my mom's probably favorite. Add a little bit of chorizo for some spice, and I did some milk poached corn to give it some sweetness, and then fried okra, which is probably my favorite thing ever. Then we did the eggplant, chickpea, and coconut curry for round two with a cilantro rice. And the the last one that I did is restaurant-worthy, so they bring one of the celebrity chefs off the wall, and they pick a menu item from one of their restaurants, and you have to loosely recreate it. So luckily when Chef Hugh Atchison came down and he had his salad lyonnaise, I didn't actually have to make a salad lyonnaise because I had no idea what a salad lyonnaise was. 
But I did have to make an entree and restaurant-worthy salad. So I ended up doing a warm grilled fruit salad. Why? I'm not entirely sure. With a citrus ceviche and a little bit of frise on top. Sounds good. It looked really good. I didn't get to try anything, but it looked really good. (laughs) Is that right? You're tasting all the way through. Yes, you have to taste a little bit. But I guess pre-COVID times, you were able to kind of actually get a little sample, but we weren't able to do that, unfortunately. There's 12 chefs on the wall, and they're uh, all very well known for their various culinary accomplishments. They're spread across the country, east to west. Who were the standouts for you? Oh, very good question. So standouts (laughs) for me would be Hugh Atchison, for sure. Um, He actually was born in Canada, and then he has restaurants now in Georgia. So it was kind of like the flip or mirror image of my roots. I live here, but my mom's culinary history is in Georgia. So I really relate to his style of cooking. The one who scared me the most, who ended up being so kind and encouraging, was uh, Chef Mark McEwen. I had seen him on uh, Top Chef Canada, and he can be a little bit ruthless with the professional chefs. You know, he's got high standards, as he should. So I was worried that they were going to be holding us to those standards. But no, he was so kind. They Honestly, they all were. It was an incredible experience to meet all of them. Julia Child, who is a legend in the kitchen, and I have to admit that I grew up watching her on television because she spanned like 40 years on TV, once said, in cooking, you've got to have a what-the-hell attitude. (laughs) Does that apply to you in any way? Humbly, I would have to say so. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, in most everything you do in life, you might as well have a what-the-hell attitude because plans are those things that, I don't know, what do they say? Get in your way or whatever when life is happening? (laughs) That's right. Well, if you don't write anything down, I guess that kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Let's switch it up a bit. Let's have a handful of rapid-fire questions. Oh, fun. All right. Okay. So if you could travel to any country to sample cuisine, what country would it be? I would go to Fiji because that's where my father-in-law is from, and he does not stop talking about how good that food is, and my mouth is watering every time, and apparently the fruit there is to die for, and you know I love fruit salad, so. (laughs) Red or white wine? Depends on what you're cooking, but to drink, white. Seafood or poultry? West Coast seafood. Lamb or beef? Mm, Beef if I'm cooking, lamb if my mother-in-law is cooking. Gas stove or electric? Gas. Your favorite TV chef could be living or dead from any generation? Gotta be Gordon Ramsay. He's amazing. (laughs) Okay. French or Italian cooking? Both, yes. Both, yes. Yes, please. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite ingredient? Okra. Yes, you did mention that. Yeah, it's something that most people haven't tried, especially up here in Canada. But once I get them to try it, then they never want to live without it. Favorite recipe? Mm, My mother's cornbread. Is that a jalapeno cornbread or is that just a... It's just a buttermilk cornbread. Sounds good. Oh, it is. From the latest community news to informative, entertaining reads for travelers and the cannabis curious, just visit your local Black Press Media community newspaper website to sign up today. Picture this. You've decided that you're going to put together an all-star team of chefs and cooks for your new restaurant. You've just had 12 people in front of you that have their own gig going across the country. Mm -hmm. And you can have anyone you want, any number of them. Oh, Who's on the team? Oh, goodness. Something that's going to take me a minute here. Dead or alive? Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. i got to have my husband on my team. He's been my sous chef for the last 16 years. He deserves a spot for sure. Some would say he's a better cook than I am. And then definitely the inventor of the corn dog. I feel like they and I could really do some damage in a kitchen together. <laughs> My mother-in-law, she's phenomenal. And honestly, if she had been on that show, she would have wiped the floor with me and I would have been taking notes the whole time. <laughs> My granny, she made the best grits that anybody has ever had in their life. I don't know, maybe just like Bob Marley in there too, just for fun, just because, you know, everybody needs a nice chill vibe in the kitchen and get pretty high energy. 
I read in an interview you did that you might open a small cafe or a food truck sometime in the future. If that happens, what kind of a menu do you think you'd be offering? Oh, now this is a conversation that my husband and I had many times. If he had it his way, it'd be chicken wings, all kinds of chicken wings all day long, every kind of chicken wing you ever want. But I think for me, it's got to be a mix of like Southern and West Coast. I mean, that's what speaks to me is like spicy seafood and rich and comforting soul food, but with like a nice fresh flair to it too. So in the competition, you won $10,000 and I understand you took your family to Disneyland for holiday. I did. I made promises, and Mom had to hold good on those promises. I told them if I won, then I would take them to Disneyland, so we went to Disneyland. I'd like to say it was just for the kids, but no, it was a lot for me, too. It was so oh. much fun. It was so beautiful, and my kids, they're at that age. They're five and seven, so the magic for them was still there. They're looking at all the princesses with just big stars in their eyes. Do you and your daughter spend uh, time together in the kitchen? Yeah, Absolutely. The way my mom got me started in the kitchen was she can't bake and she will be the first person to tell you that. So I'm not going to get in trouble for saying this on, on this podcast here, but she always wanted cakes and sweets. Like we have a sweet tooth in our house. So she would buy me like a little Betty Crocker box cake or a Duncan Hines box cake. And she'd say, can I go bake me a cake? And this is when I was about six or so, you know, just starting to measure and read. And I'd get in there and I'd bake her a cake. From there, it kind of just progressed into, well, maybe I'll do this without a recipe or well, maybe instead of the water this calls for, I'm going to use milk and just see what happens. And it was a really beautiful moment for me, like two years ago when I bought my daughter her first box of Duncan Hines Devil's Chocolate Food Cake and said, sweetie, can you please bake me a cake? And she sure did. And it was so good. So <laughs> I'm just trying to get started that way. What advice would you have for someone thinking about entering a TV cooking competition or someone who's thinking about nominating, like your husband did, <laughs> someone for a TV cooking competition show? I'm probably coming from a biased standpoint because it was very positive and I, and I happened to be successful on the show, which was incredible. But even if I hadn't been, I think about it a lot and I think that it would just still be such a wonderful experience. So why not? Like it's like Julia Child said, why not? What the hell attitude? Thanks for being with us today, Kenna. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. That's this edition of PQ Beat. If you have comments or suggestions, we'd like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. CanadianEvergreen.com is your trusted news source for all things green, offering up-to-date news and stories from Canada's booming cannabis industry. Content you can trust from Black Press Media.